0: konichiwa mandalorians uh from the galaxy to your ears this is nerd holocron i am adrian as al- with me as always is stephen
1: i'm here also i lost my voice and now i sound like this forever
0: uh okay so last yesterday was the season finale of the mandalorian and holy shit Steven. Holy shit, dog. It was fucking amazing.
1: Like, my voice just changed, but I freaking loved it.
0: <laughs> How crazy was that? Fuck it. It was just. I just thing. fucking blew my mind. I just, just I,
1: I can't even, I can't even. Oh,
0: God. Okay. So, before we get too much into the episode, I just want to have a little speech. Okay. 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 So, as I sat there... Trying to figure out what I was going to do with the rest of my life after watching that episode. Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> Dave Felloni and John Favreau. Uh, Honestly, they did Star Wars proud. Right? Very really well. Better than
1: the last three movies. Seriously. They, they just took a huge shit on everyone's work over the past decade
0: and they're like, here you go. Yeah, it was crazy and i was thinking about everything and you know you hear a lot of people saying that they don't like kathleen kennedy mm-hmm. you know for well for whatever reason right fine okay you know and i there's been some people i've read on online that just wish george lucas would just shut up and go away to me it's like what do you None of this would be possible without George Lucas, right? And then we wouldn't have all this awesomeness if it wasn't for Dave Filoni and John Favreau, right? So, to me, it's I'm just very grateful for everything we have, even the bad stuff is still very grateful because, like I said, I like got told you before, we could easily not have any anything yeah. except for the original trilogy. So, having said that, this episode was a very emotional episode. Oh my god, yes. Um I just want to say this. Okay. When the dark troopers are they're called, uh huh, they're about to break into like wherever they were at. And you see that one X Wing come out and I was like, oh my God. And then at first I was like who the fuck is that? And then I don't know how to explain this to you. I was sitting like this, like leaning forward, watching the TV, right? Uh-huh. And then when the X-Wing comes into the, the hangar bay, yeah. like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, this tingling feeling just went from my stomach up to my shoulders, and I stood up slowly, and I was like, oh, my God. Because it's like, there's only one person, one Jedi, that flies an X-Wing. The greatest pilot of all that, right? <sighs> and then you see the green lightsaber, and you're like, oh my god. <laughs> yes. Like, I was freaking out, dude. And, like, I, I don't remember if I told you last night. Like, the way he was killing the dark troopers on the way to the, wherever they were. Yeah, the control, room. the control room. It was kind of like how Darth Vader was at the end of Rogue One. Oh right? my fucking god, yes. I right? Am.
1: Oh my god. He straight-up crushed that last, of oh. course, crushed. Freaking
0: Darth Vader power. It was insane. And then, you know it's him. And he's just fucking killing these things. <laughs> and and then Grogu, like, looks at the screen and he touches it. Oh, no, no. First of all, when Grogu's just like this and then, like, he senses Luke. Right. And then he just perks right up. And you're just like... <gasps> <sighs> so amazing. So, this whole season has led up to this one situation. Right. With Moff Gideon at the end of the the last episode of the last season with the Darksaber and, you know, bo Ten and Ahsoka in this episode. And I was kind of hoping Ahsoka would be in this battle. Yeah, me too. But, excuse me, she wasn't. And I guess I'm kind of glad she wasn't because it may have been too much. I don't even know if that's even possible in this Uh... episode. But
1: i loved it and i don't know what do you have to say about it uh yeah same freaking thing i mean for a lot of us that are like huge star wars fans we know dave peloni is like you know a master in storytelling because we've got the clone wars tv show so like he comes from a star wars background and like john favreau he's obviously an incredible storyteller also because he's helped form and shape the mcu so it's just like it's like the meeting of smith and fucking wesson with star wars you know yeah. like I everything mean, about it, a lot of star wars is like you know outlaws and criminals you know doing what they can to survive in the universe and it just so happens to coincide along with the Jedi Path a lot of the time, and that's what makes it so great. And I feel like that's something that got lost in the new trilogy. And that's why The Mandalorian's so great, because it like, you know, it dug back into its roots and it just perfectly blended old Star Wars, new Star Wars, and just everything we've always wanted to see together and set everything up perfectly, because, like, they've announced all these Star Wars shows, and it's only possible because The Mandalorian was so successful, you
0: know? I agree. Well, it was, but I think regardless of how The Mandalorian went, we were still going to get the Obi-Wan show.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just mean,
0: like... The other series besides Obi-Wan, yes.
1: They just, like, set up everything, because, like, we've said earlier in other podcasts, I mentioned, like, they keep dropping these huge names... And adding these new characters, it's all old characters, new to new fans, but that's like, where are they going to go with the story? We're running out of episodes and it's like exciting to know there's more. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm just like blown the fuck away. I already knew it was going to be Luke. I was like, as soon as I saw the X-Wing, I knew like it's Luke, but I was still yelling at the TV. I was like, this is what sports fans feel like, I guess. Like, this is fucking
0: incredible. (laughs) Yes. Um very emotional in the sense that fucking Grogu leaves with Luke. And he's like, he doesn't want to go with you. He's (laughs) like, he wants your permission. Like, he does! And it was just... It's fucking nuts. I know, right? And like you said earlier, and I was kind of expecting it too, like, Sebastian Sand to be Luke's guy. Oh I was was kind of excited, but like, when I saw Luke, I was just like, that's fine too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I had nothing wrong with the whole superimposing his younger self on there. Mark Hamill is an incredible actor, and, you know, he brought life to Luke Skywalker. Even with the whole, like, you know, the whole thing about and no, Empire Strikes Back, he got in that horrible car crash, and they had to, like, re-put his face together, but he still did the movie. His dedication is... It's like, uh, I don't know. He's always willing to come back and give us more instead of just, you know, reluctantly doing it, he can be like, "Eh, I don't give a shit anymore. It's like,
0: it's over. It's 50 years ago. (laughs) Um, Also, uh, Mandalorian beating Moff Gideon and having the Darksaber. Oh, I know. And because before I was like, what is Bo-Katan's deal? Like, oh, he has to surrender to me. And then you're like, oh, yeah, he does have to surrender to her, but he doesn't. He, you know, Mandalorian beats him. So, right now, Mandalorian is the king of Mandalore. Yeah, that's true. And now Bogotan's in this weird situation. Yeah, kind of left
1: it open ended there because it's like they're staring each other down. And then that's when Luke shows up and it's like he just everything goes out the fucking
0: window. You're like, ah, I don't care about Mandalore
1: right now. That's Luke Skywalker. <laughs>
0: yeah. It, yeah, everyone stopped. Everyone was just in such shock. When he boarded, he's just oh, coming I know, to them. Right? He's just. Oh but anyway, yes, that's going to be, I guess, season three. Like, what's going to happen with both Tom I can't and wait. Mandalorian? I, and he doesn't give a fuck about Mandalore. He doesn't give a fuck about any of that shit. Obviously. He's just like the child. But now, at this point, it's a little bit bigger. And since the child's not there anymore, he, I feel like he kind of has to deal with the
1: situation. Yeah, they they've thrown a lot on his shoulders now that he doesn't want to deal with before, but now he has no choice. I guess I'm interested to see. I, oh, like I was telling you, I thought for a second that Poketon and Maul Gideon were working together because he was like, "Go ahead and do it, like shoot him. What are you waiting for?" And I was like, "No, this cannot be. Like, what the fuck? No,
0: there's no way." But no. Uh, when Bo-Katan meets a Boba Fett. Oh, they're they're not a fan of Boba Fett. When the
1: two of them were fighting, oh, that other... Mandal- I don't remember what it was, but the two of them the kind of evenly match. They didn't really get to fight that long, but it's like you could see the skills are there. You know? mm-hmm. So obviously, Boba Fett's taking on other Mandalorians because like they had the same thought process of shooting the flamethrowers at each other and like... I don't know. Because we've seen, like, when he gets his armor back off the Mandalorian ship, you see he's, like, got the knee blasters. And he knows how to use the little rocket thing on his back, So he's obviously well-equipped to use the armor. But it's, like, you know, it's going to be exciting to see in his own show mm-hmm. as a crime lord, like,
0: just how fucking powerful and badass he is. Yeah? Also, he says it's his father's armor, mm-hmm. but his father's armor doesn't look like what he has on now. Right. So, the, you think he, like, painted that shit? Or... You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Maybe he... armor looks more like Mando's armor. Yeah. Than it does... The
1: chest piece kind of looks like it, because it has, like, that diamond shape in the middle. So, maybe he just took pieces of his armor and added more or modified it somehow. I don't know. Because it doesn't really look like
0: Beska so much. Yeah. Also, when Moff Gideon and, and Mando were fighting... It I kind of felt like he was gonna break that Beskar saber because it was like heating up. Oh, I know, right? and I was like, oh, the spear. So right? Oh, god, I was freaking the fuck
1: out. I thought it was gonna be like the like at the end of season one when he gets blown up and uh, he has to take off his helmet mm-hmm. for IG88. I thought it was gonna be another situation like that where his face was gonna be crushed in and maybe he couldn't move his helmet or mm-hmm. like he was gonna be dying. And he'd have to say goodbye to the child, and then maybe he would die or something.
0: I was kind of scared that was going to happen. but I agree. Oh, and then like you're like, cool. Honestly, I was a little disappointed at first when he like jettisoned the dark troopers into space. I was like, man, I thought it was going to be more to that. I
1: figured they were going to come back. I was like, there's no
0: way it's that easy. Yeah, that was too easy. And then they come back, and you're like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. But obviously they were dispatched pretty easily <laughs> well that's a great
1: thing about the show though like all the times when it seems like this was too easy it's like oh no not really there's always something more out there but mm-hmm. even when they do accomplish their goal there was there's always another like you know thing hiding in the wings it's sort of like when he takes down Mob gideon's tie fighter and then it turns out he survives and you get the dark saber cameo mm-hmm. and
0: stuff like that yeah oh my god um all right so for you i was what like i guess for both of us maybe Uh luke skywalker showing up was probably fuck yes and that's what i really like i like main storyline characters appearing yeah like as much as I enjoyed seeing Ahsoka in live action, which was probably one of the greatest things, you know what I mean? bo and Ahsoka, you know, they're both cartoon characters they brought over, and that's just amazing.
1: Right. It was so fucking awesome.
0: But both of them, to me, are overshadowed by Luke Skywalker. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay, when you saw... That's the reason why he was in the final episode. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, when... Okay. I described to you how I felt when I saw those white lightsabers. You're like, oh. I was like, oh my god, that's oh, right, that's yes. right. It felt great, but to me, it felt greater to see Luke Skywalker's lightsaber mm-hmm. than it did see Ahsoka's lightsaber. That's true. Um, mainly, because, I think just because he's like an original character. Mm-hmm. So, also
1: like, uh, like I mentioned on the Ahsoka episode, like I didn't look or feel like the lightsaber fighting was like super like oh this was super cool because that's like one of the cool things you can see in star wars is people battling with lightsabers with luke him swinging around his lightsaber and using the force it, it was like movie
0: status but on her episode i was like eh you tell us tv show yeah i get it
1: but like with this episode the season finale it made it seem like it was a fucking movie like that's still blowing my mind. Like we're just at this golden age now, where TV can seem like a movie in 45 minutes, but still have the same, you know, quality and just like cinematography. I think the word is.
0: It's just crazy. I'm like blown away still. Yes, uh, I was also surprised that this was the season finale. Like I didn't even know until you told me. Ah, uh, yeah. But I have nothing negative to say. Yeah, it wow. was
1: just, just a plus all the way. <laughs> Ten points to Griffin.
0: Like, I do feel I wasn't like Moff Gideon. What to me wasn't like an imposing figure, though. Mm. I didn't feel that from him. Mm. I feel I feel kind of like he's a B level player. Well. that's how I feel. I know he was supposed to be like the big bad in this series, but I just didn't feel it. I guess. I mean, I tried. But him plus the Dark Troopers, I guess, were an adequate threat. You know what I mean? The stakes were pretty high with all of them because there were so many Dark Troopers and Mandalorian had such a hard time with just one. And there was like a shit ton of them. You know what I mean? It was just like, had Luke not showed up, they all would have died. Yeah. Uh, even pointed that out like
1: everyone in this room is going to be dead except for me and the child Mm -hmm. But you can see the legitimate fear on his face when that x-wing shows up at first when they were looking at the computer screen like the cameras I was like that's kind of weird they have black and white cameras but when his lightsaber shows up on there you're like holy fuck you know I, we obviously can't get a worked back. I've been wanting to see Luke in a fucking movie since I was a child. Ever since I saw the original trilogy, and I was like, I'm, "Why can't we get more of
0: this?" You know, like fuck, it's so awesome. I think it's kind of like Darth Vader. It's like you want more, but I feel like the the little bit that they give you mm-hmm. means so much more than if they gave you a lot of it. Because yeah. at the end of Rogue One, how awesome was that when his lightsaber ignited? Oh, so fucking he's, cool. And you're just like, right? Yeah. And it's the same thing in this one. You, He just starts killing these motherfuckers. And it just feels amazing to see that character. Wow. And I feel like even though it wasn't like a whole movie dedicated to Luke Skywalker, I feel like what we got was better than what we could have got in a movie. Yeah, well, I agree. So feel like whatever they give us is more than adequate yeah so yeah holy crap It was just so good yes and in in honor of this light and dark side battle the struggle for supremacy okay i picked up a kit kat duo <sighs> it's a uh, mint and dark chocolate i um, haven't had this one steven says he has neither he says he doesn't like dark chocolate. I don't like dark chocolate either. It yes. fucking tastes like shit. But with mints, I feel it tastes pretty good. I do like yes. junior mints. You like junior mints? I do like junior mints. It's not dark, dark chocolate. chocolate. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I guess the mint kind of cancels it out. But... Exactly. All right,
1: here we go. What's wrong, Bob? It's minty. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I like it.
0: All right. Um, We're going to take a quick break, guys. We'll be back, okay? All right. And we're back. Yeah. Also, real quick, Steven, uh-huh. I, want to, I would like to see something where Ahsoka and Luke meet. Fuck yes. And, you know, she's like, I knew your father. And he's like, You know what I mean? Something yeah. like that would be so, so fucking amazing how these two amazing, amazing characters meet, and, you know, mutual friend, I guess, <laughs> is Anakin Skywalker. That's true. And he's a force ghost, like, what's up, guys? You know <laughs> what I'm saying?
1: He meets Joss Vader, and he's
0: like, I have your father. And he's like, well, you know what? I
1: nailed
0: you <laughs> Your face. All right. And, okay, so right now we're going to talk about Different episodes and highlights in different episodes that we really liked. Yes. Okay. Uh, go ahead.
1: Okay, so uh, season one, just the first three episodes are just about him, you know, finding the child, rescuing it. <laughs> oh, no, not rescuing him, but like getting him, bringing him to that old guy, and then eventually rescuing him. And they were fucking insane. Like, I don't know, just the first beginning episode where you meet the Mandalorian and it's just dead silence. Whenever he walks into a room, it's like a sign of respect and fear, I guess. (laughs) And like, you just get the first look and just how freaking awesome, like when he captures that blue guy and he thinks he's going to like get the drop on the Mandalorian because he opens his gun locker. And then he freaking freezes in the carbonite because he finds the other people frozen in carbonite. And uh-huh. it's just like blown the fuck away. Like, say that a lot, but it's just mind blowing. Every episode is
0: mind blowing, but especially that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like how the series, how the, the stakes in the series progressed. Mm-hmm. Like each episode, the stakes are up a little higher Yeah, and a little higher. Like, I can't remember which episode it was, but it's, like, when the, I guess it's the guild, like, traps the Mandalorian, they have him surrounded, Yeah. but then the other Mandalorians come out and, like, oh, fight yeah, the guild man. so he can get away. That shit was sick, man. Ugh. And, I guess, what else? The, well, the season finale in the first episode mm-hmm. was really good. Um... You know, that droid, you know, I yeah, sacrifices himself and Moff Gideon, you know, it shows that he has a darksaber and you're like, the fucking darksaber? I know, what? right? <sighs> so yeah, um, everyone that was involved in the show took the time and crafted it to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And... They obviously did a really good job because there was a second season that was even bigger than the first season. Right, yeah. And although I think Grogu's name was a little underwhelming, it's fine. Yeah. Comes to terms with it by now, though. Yeah, it's not bad. But other than that, let's see here. Um, The Soka reveal was also really big. Mm -hmm. It's something we're all waiting for. Um, Bo-Katan's reveal—something so we're waiting for. Cool. I, I love
1: Katie Sagau. I mean, think does.
0: Sci-fi goddess. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? That that one episode with the ice spiders—it wasn't that. Uh, it was pretty exciting. It was like I liked it. I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, okay, so what else? What else you got?
1: Okay. Uh oh, that episode where he like protects that village and he thinks that he's gonna be able to leave the kid there, and he's like, Mm -hmm. he'll be happy. Like, this is no life for a child to be a part of. You know, Uh I feel like that episode like solidified the bond because when Cara Dune takes out the Sniper, and he realizes that there's there's never gonna be a point where. They're gonna stop looking for the kid, you know. Mm -hmm. And he's bound by Mandalorian code to protect him and make sure that he's safe. So Yeah. It's like from that point on that he went from
0: like a burden to like attachment, you know. I think he I think he was attached to to Grogu from the beginning. Mm. Like when he sees him and then he like put his puts his finger out and then, you know, the child touches him. Yeah. I think he was just kind of in denial, like you know, I'm not attached to you. I'm a Mandalorian. That right. doesn't have to me, but I mean, clearly, it did, and that was Cardoon's first appearance. That episode, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, another great character. They take down that ATST. I think it was. Mm-hmm.
1: They do. They do such a good job of like showing scale. I like. I've heard a thing like behind the scenes, like they use like big warehouses where they can like make these sets. So it looks like it's a huge planet or a huge field or whatever, but instead of having to CGI, it, it makes it look realistic. And it's like, you know, that's super cool. Cause it, it does a really good job of that. Like a lot of it, you have to use CGI for Star Wars, but with the show, it doesn't like look like that. You know? It looks like movie quality, but
0: on TV. Yeah. Um, what else happened? Oh, that episode, that episode. Um, I just, oh, the, the prison break one. Oh, the prison break one, yeah. Yeah, that's a
1: super good one. I really, uh, go ahead. Okay. I really enjoyed Bill Burr's character because like well, he, he's like a comedian in real life, so I like his comedy but like he's just got like this snarky, cool guy. Oh! Uh, like, I don't know, like a cool criminal type that we get to see in Star Wars that's not Han Solo or
0: someone, you know? Yes. Um, that one of... I think it was the episode before this one mm-hmm. where they're on that one planet and they're talking to that Imperial officer. Yeah. And, like, you know, Bill Burr's character as PTSD, like, during Operation Cinder, they lost a lot of people. Oh, yeah. That was... That was a fucking crazy episode i know right He just blast that dude like and then he's like <laughs> oh shit <laughs> well we're gonna have to kill everybody here i guess yeah. oh my god that me and my sensu is like they call him brown eyes <laughs> <laughs> was, brown eyes what he looks over and there's luke and leia brown eyes skywalk oh, oh my god yes yeah you know bill burr's character brought a lot even yeah. bill burr brought so much to that character you know and uh, it's funny, I don't know if you ever heard that uh, thing that Bill Burr said, like he never under he missed Star Wars, oh, he it? didn't get to see it in theaters with the other kids, so he just never understood it. Oh shit! Sure. Okay. Yeah, and then he's in he's in the fucking man's yeah, life.
1: that's been a cool thing. Like they've been getting
0: um, like
1: outside people, like the chick that uh, runs around with Dune She's like a professional wrestler or something like that. Yeah, she is. And I don't know. I, I thought that was really cool that they get all these different types of people from different backgrounds and they bring them in and give them a shot at Star Wars. And it's like super interesting, you know? I agree. And I totally agree. It's just a fucking amazing, show. Especially that uh, one where he. He's looking for work, and the droid's like, we don't do any bounty hunting jobs here because the guild's reach isn't this far out. And that guy's like, oh, I got a job for you. And then that's when he meets Finnick, and he beats her or whatever. But I was like, fucking, this is so fucking
0: awesome. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I like how they introduced uh, Boba Fett in the seconds. I guess kind of,
1: I don't know. Was it the second season? Oh, yeah, yeah. it was after the one with the the marshal. That was a good one too. That was with a good the crate dragon. Yes,
0: I fucking love that thing. Yeah, somebody fucking had to kill
1: it. I'm like when he's talking to the Tuscan Raiders and he speaks their language. I was just like, what the fuck, you know? Because it's like you either speak English or you speak c or you're a C3PO and you speak, you know, human cyborg relations. Every Anything. fucking language there is, you know. Mm-hmm. Most people don't communicate
0: with each other. But uh, that was cool to see. It was cool. Um, yeah. Boba Fett Donnie. First of all, just seeing the character that played Django Fett, mm. obviously Boba Fett is his unaltered clone. Right. And just seeing that character reprise his role and just be Boba Fett. Mm. Um, recently, uh, we lost the guy who played the original. Boba oh Fett. yeah. So. so, you know, rest in peace, my man. Um, but i like boba fett he was fucking amazing right and i'm definitely gonna watch his fucking show oh fuck yeah there's no doubt there. yeah he just walks in there he just kills that guy it's like just pushes oh him yeah his his name is, uh, sorry, right
1: here. yeah bib fortuna
0: yeah he's a translator from return of the jedi also guys we just last night we watched the show and then we just started recording this episode we don't really have anything planned or prepared. Yeah, we. Adrian texted me
1: last night. He's like, we should just do an episode only about the Lion. I was like, fuck yes,
0: we're doing that. Yes. So, okay. Also, last night I got here, Matthew's with me. Uh-huh. And I was like, Matthew, I don't want... Please, just <laughs> don't say anything. Just let me watch this episode. And he starts to say stuff. And I look at him like, shut up. <laughs> and eventually, like... I had to place Matthew somewhere else because he was just <laughs> going to keep talking to me. I didn't want to hear it. I, I feel bad about that, but it's like, I just want to watch this episode. Yeah, right. So I finished watching it, and I fucking text you immediately. Ugh. But you're not even done watching this episode. I was episode. like right
1: at the end. I this,
0: so. Yeah, and I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm so just sitting there waiting. Ugh. And I didn't want to discuss too much with Steven because I do not want to discuss it with him over the phone. And then kind of not have the same oomph yeah. as it is talking for the first time. Yeah. So we had to like just hold a lot of this stuff in. And then we're just releasing it right now. Yeah. Almost like, no, when you have really bad diarrhea, you need to make it to the bathroom. You're just so close, but yet so far. And then when you finally get there, just
1: It's boom. just like when he could use any other example and he uses diarrhea. So. Exactly. <laughs> he just releases it all over the pocket. yeah, All over your ears. <laughs>
0: Indeed.
1: indeed. Uh, and then, let's see, what was another good
0: one? Every fucking episode is a good one, but I mean... Fuck, man. Okay, honestly, right now, what do you think is going to happen with Bo-Katan and the Mandalorian and the Darksaber? Uh, that's a tough question,
1: I don't know. Obviously, Mando doesn't want to fight her because it's got to be to the death, it seems. Uh, it's kind of confusing because she's like... You know, you don't have to follow these ancient Mandalorian codes. This is Death Watch that's like brainwashed you. We don't do that anymore. But at the same time, she's like, I have to follow the ancient traditions and kill you and take the Darksaber
0: from you, you know? Yeah, I think Mandalore knows or like she knows they can't go back to like the peace neutral culture that her sister had going. Right? You know what I mean? They have to be uh, a planet of warriors to prevent like themselves from being taken over again. No, mm. sort of something like that. Like they have to be warriors. Yeah. they can't go back to being peaceful people. Like they just have to have to be warriors. And I think maybe season three, some of it might take place on Mandalore. You think so? I do think so.
1: Uh, I guess I could see something where uh, I don't know. It's hard to say because. The Razor Crest is dead. i still not over that. Not cool with that at all. I mean, I am cool with it, but at the same time, I'm just like, "Fuck, that was a cool ass show. It
0: Was. Uh, and I got used to see Slave One. Yeah. Huh? And then he well, just fucking took off. Yeah, he's gone. He has his own show. He's not coming. Back.
1: <laughs> I I just don't know. I guess maybe he, maybe he'll rule as a puppet, and chill will be in charge, and like. I don't don't think so. There has
0: to be... I think... Maybe... Okay, like I said. Takes place on Mandalore. Uh Uh-huh. They're gonna have to fight. Uh, I guess. They are. I think this one's gonna be her the Beskar spear and the Darksaber again, maybe. Mm. They're gonna have to fight. And... I think he might just pretend to die. Maybe it'll be his
1: new mission to search out and find other Mandalorians and like, they're going to have to choose sides, bo or Mando.
0: I don't know. Mandalorian. I mean, Mando doesn't give a fuck. Like what he represents isn't what she represents. Right. And I think that, you know, like he's like, fine, if you want me to fight you, I'll fight you. But I think he's, it's gonna be like one of those things where, like I said, like he's gonna pretend to die mm-hmm. and then just go on and keep living his life, and she's just gonna be the ruler of Mandalore. Maybe,
1: maybe there's another armor out there that'll make him a new armor and, he had, and uh, weapons that he can use to fight against the baby Remelt
0: that Beskar. Make-
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's like, take my spear, make
0: it into something. Yeah. Yeah, and then now. Also, it's like, where the fuck is Grogu? My, What did Luke do with him? He's obviously still alive. He's only 50 years old in hmm. the show. And they lived for, what, 500-something years? Maybe more than I that. I think Yoda was like 900, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, whatever he is. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like... Where is he? Where has he been? And what's he going to do? Is Grogu going to get a show?
1: show? That'd be cool to see. I'd,
0: I'd watch that show. It's just a talk
1: show. <laughs> it's just got a tiny little green lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. He talks backwards and riddles and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I would love to see a Luke Skywalker show where it chills him, you know, training future Jedis and stuff. I would
0: love to see that too.
1: Because we know in the future that Kylo Ren obviously destroy – well – we know Kylo Ren portrays him. The pupils die. And, like, because I went over the whole Kylo Ren comic. He didn't destroy the Jedi Temple. But maybe Grogu just has incredible luck. Or he can sense the future or something. And he knows to get out of the way of danger. Mm-hmm. He calls Anakin. He's like, I'm sorry they didn't give you the master status. And Anakin's like, you know what? You just saved your life. But he's like, and he's like, what? He's like, nah. Nothing. Just don't come in
0: tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he Luke also said that he that Grogu wouldn't be safe until he mastered his powers. Right. So I think before the new trilogy starts, I think that he has mastered all his powers and he's gone off and done his own thing. I guess like, so. I mean... The big
1: plays face is
0: far away from here they are. So, yeah,
1: so that's where we're at. Yeah. I guess we're just going to have to wait and see what these other shows... Maybe he'll be a part of the Ahsoka show, and maybe he'll run around with her crew or something. Maybe. Because it seems like she's already doing her own thing, looking for Admiral Thrawn, and she's going to have a show also. So, I don't know. (sighs) She obviously didn't want to train him, but maybe once he's trained they can work together somehow, I guess. Well,
0: I think also with that know if she didn't want to train him but maybe because she isn't a jedi and he's supposed to be delivered to a jedi that's true yeah so but yeah she has her own thing and i don't think really with her chasing Thrawn, she has time to train yeah whereas luke's just like i just i just fucking defeated the empire guys i got all the time (laughs) in the world Luke's always been the, the teaching time.
1: Uh-huh. It's always felt like he's got the master Skywalker genes, the
0: hubris, I guess. Yeah. God damn it. That Luke Skywalker. Scene. I know, right? <laughs> Fucking ah. Um, real quick. Once again, I just George Lucas, Dave Filoni, John Favreau, the whole creative team behind the show. Like, just thank you.
1: Yeah, for real.
0: Yes. Um, but yeah. Uh, do you have anything else, Steven? Uh, no. I, I fucking loved your
1: show. I can't wait to see more, and I can't wait to see what else they're going to show, honestly. Yeah, All we got is fan theories in there right now. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. Uh, this last trilogy had its moments, but it's not without its man Yeah. Um, it's Force Awakens. Like we is basically a retelling of A New Hope. Yeah. The Last Jedi, I think, was the only movie that really tried to do something different,
1: and everyone hated
0: it. I loved it. So we I, loved I, it. Yeah, I fucking loved it. And um, Rise of Skywalker, they were like, uh, "What are we gonna do? Oh, let's bring back Emperor Palpatine," oh, you know? God. And it's just kind of oh, like God. it could have been so much better. It could have been like Kylo Ren can still be the bad guy. Mm. He can have an apprentice, but the apprentice kills him when he senses like weakness in him. No. Like I sense the light side in you. And then chops him in half or whatever. And then Ray has to fight the apprentice. You know, something better than what we got. I would have loved to see Ray become the villain and Kylo
1: Ren become redeemed and he has to kill her. Maybe they kill each other or something. That would have been. Something like that. Something. She's so much more powerful than everyone in that universe, it seems like. It would have been so fucking cool to see her as a bad guy. Especially since he's a Palpatine, you know? Yeah, like... and
0: he's a Skywalker. Basically,
1: mortal enemies. Right, and yeah, just... To... I'm not trying to write your stuff for you guys, but come on. Take a page out of the Mandalorian
0: book <laughs> and fucking... But anyway, yeah. we're s- still thankful for... These movies, yes, still had a lot of cool stuff in it, stuff that we do appreciate. But ultimately, The Mandalorian is the favorite. Yeah, now. and it's the fucking shit. So we gotta wait for more of this next stuff. next year, at least. Yeah, um, looking forward to Obi Wan, Ahsoka, this Boba Fett movie. Um, pretty much, honestly, everything they have on Star Wars yeah, is stuff yeah. that I'm looking forward to. Um, and yeah, anything else, Steve? Uh, no. I
1: think next week we're going to be reviewing the Wonder Woman 84. Right?
0: Yes, yes. We're right. going
1: to try to do a YouTube video
0: if we can. Yes, we're going to try and do a video on YouTube. And it's not just going to be, we're going to be doing, reviewing Wonder Woman, but we're also going to be doing, you know, a uh, who has the best quarter pounder. Yeah um try and get that going so so yeah and um yeah guys thanks for listening and uh we'll see you next time yeah uh, keep that high ground and we'll see you next week all right bye